Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Living the Dream. Today, we have Kelsey Walker on the show, who is the author of Face Everything and Rise, and she's the soon-to-be founder of a nonprofit. So, Kelsey, how are you doing? Doing so well. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So, if we could start by hearing a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff you like to do for fun, that would be great. Absolutely. So I have worked for nonprofits for the last 11 years. I started as a search and rescue driver. So if someone um, was attacked by an animal or got their bone broken, I went up and got them. And then I ended up as a uh, chief development officer for Emmanuel Family and Child Development Center. Um, For fun, I'm my kiddo's uh, committee chair for his Cub Scout pack. And then I also like, you know, like to spend time with the family as well as I make recycle art. Recycle art. Yes. So I take trash and I make it into art. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. It's just, it's not a usual answer. Like we usually get the family answer and then that just kind of threw me a little bit. I love that you do that. Of course. (laughs) Always good to have hobbies. Um, Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about um, your book oh, you kind of just, oh, can you, can you hear me? Hello. All right. Sorry about that, guys. We had some technical difficulties. My Wi-Fi went out back. So Kelsey, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about. There we go. <laughs> awesome. So we had some technical difficulties. We're back. Kelsey, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about kind of what working in a nonprofit has meant to you and your book? So working for a nonprofit has been a amazing dream of mine. Um, Really, when I think about what my motivations are, uh, purposeful is at the forefront of my core values. And working for a nonprofit has fulfilled that, along with being innovative and courageous. And that's just something that's really exciting to me yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and I love that you like to lead with purpose because that's how we get that fulfillment and satisfaction in life that is so important to not only our overall well-being but the well-being of the people around us because we have direct impact on them too so I love that awesome and so would you say that's just your motivation in life getting up every day just leading with purpose leading with purpose and family, of course, but um, really, my, like I said, my leading core values is leading with purpose and being innovative and being courageous with my actions. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And so now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us a little bit about your vision for your book, the nonprofit you're about to start up and your life in general. Absolutely. So I've always wanted to be an author. I was a kid I actually wrote a book when I was in middle school and was showed a few of my friends the book 
but ultimately I think I threw it in the trash because I was middle school and was very awkward. <laughs> um, but really I circled back around back starting in June of this year. Um, unfortunately in 2017, I had a daughter um, that I was pregnant with that had osteogenesis imperfecta type two, which is the fatal version of brittle bone disease. So all of the bones in her body were broken, including her ribs that were crushing in on her lungs. And, you know, my husband and I, and unfortunately, if I would have carried her, there's a chance that it sh I would have had my life taken as well. So my husband and I made the unfortunate decision to have to terminate the pregnancy. And it was really hard because there's no support. You get four phone numbers when you leave a clinic. You get the suicide hotline, you get the abortion support hotline, you get a psychiatrist to prescribe you medication, and you get the after hours uh, phone number for the clinic because they don't want you to go to the emergency room because they won't know what they did. So I want, I, it drove me to start writing this book. And once I started back in June, it just started pouring out. 25 pages, 50 pages, 75 pages. Um, and it ended up being about 200. And really the book I felt set me free with my grief and the pain that I was in. But not everyone has the luxury of being able to see a psychologist. Not everybody has the luxury of being able to express themselves through writing. So it really, and setting me free, I decided to start this nonprofit uh, called From the Green Desk. And it's going to provide coaching to women for free who have suffered um, through abortion or child or pregnancy loss or post-traumatic stress because uh, post-traumatic stress was something that I developed as a result of not having that support and the trauma that goes along with having an abortion. So that really drove me to do some great things for women who are suffering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so tell us a little bit more about the book. Is it kind of your story? Does it implement some of that coaching in the book? So the, yeah, absolutely. So the book actually is a memoir about my experience. Um, not many people and from what I understand, there's not a whole lot of books out there that describe the actual process of an abortion and what it's really like. It's really hard right now to see what, what it really is. Um, even when I was in 2017, there's so much propaganda out there. You can't really filter through and find out what you're really getting into. And that's what I'm doing with the book is, <laughs> is telling the truth about what happens during a termination, and then what the aftermath is like, and finding that strength to rise even when you're suffering in grief and in stress and trauma. So, uh, you know, it starts out pretty hard and pretty dark because it was a pretty hard and dark start, but really it comes back around. And at the end of the book, it really talks about um, taking yourself back. So not only have you suffered and you have um, something that is weighing on you, but finding the strength to take yourself out of the darkness, out of the suffering, 
and finding your light again. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. And I guess my follow-up question to that is tell us a little bit more about kind of the process of writing that. Cause it sounds like it was a really vulnerable uh, book for you to write. So I'm sure it was hard at some points when it got hard, how did you keep pushing to write or if it got hard at all? Just tell us a little bit about that. It was a hard write. Um, really, honestly, what I did was um, when I would have flashbacks at first, I would write them out um, and because the memories are so vivid and the content of those flashbacks is so vivid, I would write it all out. And that, you know, that's how it just started pouring out of me was in these spurts of stories. And then my husband is so gracious to give me the gift of time in September and let me take my bursts of story and organize them <laughs> um, so that they flo flowed into a story. And then um, what I did was take a bunch of sticky notes, put them up on the wall, write the, what memories or what needed to be filled in. And then one night I just stayed up overnight and just filled it all in, flushed it all out and, and finished it. And even when it got hard and it got really vulnerable, remembering that I was doing it for our daughter, Hope, but I was also doing it for myself to take myself back, help me get through those hard times. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And so being able to cling to that, to like remembering why you're doing it. Yes. That's really what pulled you through those hard times. Yes. So that purposeful piece. Purposeful all the way back to that motivation. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And so where is it's green desk, right? From the green desk. From the green desk. Yes. And where is from the green desk going next? Like what are the next steps that you guys need to take to kind of get it off and get it going? Absolutely. So I'm in the process of re recruiting board members. I have one. I needed at least two more <laughs> to incorporate as a nonprofit officially. Um, and then also we're in the process of raising funds. If I can raise $75,000, I, that will pay for half a year of operations and give me a little time to fundraise and grant, right. And do all those things that I I've done for years, um, to fund the mission of from the green desk. So that's kind of where I'm at um, on from the green desk .com, It tells us, tells you about us. It tells you um, where to donate and how to get involved. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. And um, definitely if you're hearing this message right now and you like it and you maybe know somebody who has gone through um, terminating a pregnancy or struggles with PTSD from losing a pregnancy reach out to Kelsey for sure. We're going to remind you at the end of the podcast because this is something that's very important. And Kelsey, not only has she experienced it, but she's passionate about helping people. And so make sure to reach out, make sure to hit those websites and stuff. It'll all be in the show notes. So you need $75,000 to kind of get it up and going and you need board members. What would these board members, what type of person would they be? And like, just explain the ideal board member to us. The ideal board member is someone who has a connection to the actual 
mission in some fashion. So whether that's a psychologist or a psychiatrist that, or a social worker that has that uh, attachment to PTSD or to the fallout of a termination, um, that's incredibly important. I would say if there, there's a medical professional out there who is um, pro-choice or as I like to say, pro-option because it wasn't necessarily a choice for us. It was the only option that we could take. Um, you know, please reach out to, to us. Um, our, our very first board member, believe it or not, is a very nice gentleman named Hans who's actually a pastor of a church who is there to help support us spiritually. And what the board members would be doing and what they, <laughs> what Hans was very excited about was um, because I have such an extensive development background for fundraising and grant writing in my midst, it would be one of those very rare circumstances where the board members wouldn't have to grant write and wouldn't have to fundraise. Um, what I need them to do is help me incorporate the nonprofit, meet quarterly, and help me collaborate and guide it in the best way possible and be a good sounding board. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. So would this ideal board member also have experience with nonprofits or would it be somebody who's kind of new to the game? It really, um, if they're new to the game, I'm happy to coach them through that. Like I said, I've, I've been around nonprofits for a while now. And even if someone's new to the game of being a board member, I'm, I'm happy to bring them on and coach them. And sometimes if they're new, they, they don't know too much yet. So they've got an open, more open mind. Yeah, absolutely. And having an open mind is always a good thing in an industry. Helps to be uh, innovative, for sure. Especially, yes. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about how the From the Green Desk is going to go about coaching. And I'm sure you touch on this at the end of your book because it's talking about like finding yourself again. So just tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest problems that I had when we lost hope was there was no one out there who knew what it was like to be me in that, that situation. There's a, there's a, a very nice lady by the name of Christy Baker who reached out to me and had lost a, a child. Um, and she kind of helped me through it, but really there was no one out there saying I've had a termination. I can help you through this, or there's no one that's, you know, there's it's such a silent scream, child loss and abortion, that you don't have that peer-to-peer um, -peer, uh, coaching. So that's what From the Green Desk is there for, is to serve as a peer-to-peer -peer coaching service where we're not only listening with a knowing ear, but we're listening with a constructive ear and really teaching people to be vulnerable and to be open with that pain and that grief, and then um, taking yourself back in little pieces because it takes a lot of time and it takes intentionality to get better. In addition to one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, we'll also have group counseling. So you'll have that group experience of people get, getting to know each other. And then we're also gonna bring on a licensed phys uh, psychologist to do a 
uh, group therapy as well. And then we'll also have um, referral services to psychologists. The whole point of From the Green Desk is to be that peer sounding board coach, especially to women who can't afford traditional um, psychology or um, counseling, because that was a large in a way, it took me almost three months to see a psychologist after Hope died because I was working for a nonprofit, which doesn't pay a lot of scratch. <laughs> so um, this is for women who, who need that support but can't afford it. So like I said, all the services are going to be free. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And so in the peer-to-peer -peer part of the coaching, is it more for the relational aspects, somebody understands me and they've been through it too, rather than the like constructive, because you know, a lot of people, when they seek advice, it'll be like step-by-step, -step, like exercise three times a week and eat this and do this to like get better. <laughs> but is this more for like yeah. the kind of relational, we can walk through the fire with you? Um, it is a little bit of that, a little bit of we've, we've been through the fire, we can walk through it with you. Um, as well as with especially the group therapist and being in counsel with therapists, um, really helping them find grounding and uh, coping techniques, especially in those dark hours. Um, one of the struggles that I had was my husband actually worked nights. I worked during the day. So at night there was no one there to reach out and, and be that person, that light in the darkness. So that's what we're hoping to be for people. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Well, tell us one more time, the most important couple of things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dream of getting from the green desk out there and also getting your books message out there. Absolutely. Um, you can donate at fromthegreendesk.com or you can also invest on wefunder.com slash from the green desk. And th that would help us reach our $75,000 goal to pay for six months worth of expenses to get off and running and to help start taking care of women. And then, um, you know, buy copies of the book whenever um, it comes available on Amazon, which should be actually mid-November which I'm really excited about. Um, it Again, the book's name is Face Everything and Rise, and a portion of the proceeds will come back to From the Green Desk um, to help fund the mission. And then um, become a board member, you know, become be part of the solution for the problems for us. And then, of course, um, if you go to fromthegreendesk.com, uh, subscribe to our newsletter and find out what we're doing next. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And so now we're going to jump into our thriving three. Um, I just like to hear about how people thrive. So the first yeah. question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Well, my favorite podcast is We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle. Second to this one, obviously. Second to this one, obviously. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, her her and her book Untamed came to me when I was really struggling to find out what my next move was going to be, what my next 
place was going to be in my heart. And really, it gave me direction on taking myself back, finding my wild again, and becoming untamed. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And what's one way you like to care for yourself? Crafting. I love art. I love crafting, helping just work through my problems with a paintbrush in my hand or working with <laughs> working with the trash to make art. Um, it really helps set me free. Just curious, when did you start crafting and doing art? Has, have you done it your whole life or is it something you found? I've done art and crafting my whole life, uh, but in 2019, I was commissioned to do a uh, 3D sculpture for uh, the Friends of the River Foundation in Salina, Kansas. And so I took trash from the river and trash from people who would just like bring me bags of cans and made a 3D sculpture of a catfish. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. It was it was to help bring awareness to pollution and things that we're we're throwing away in the river. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, what's one action step you can take right now to either get those board members for from the green desk or really get your book out there? One that you may be already taking, or one new action step that you can take. Absolutely. So for my book, I'm working on securing a. Uh, a location for my launch party for both the book and the, the nonprofit from the Green Desk. And then for from the Green Desk, I would say um, securing those board members down. And the way I'm going to do that is by reaching out to um, folks that I know and uh, that have connections in Kansas City or even if it's nationally, um, Zoom makes it so that we can wherever whenever awesome that sounds good so those board members can be in other states as well yes sounds good well if you're listening to this podcast and you know some people who might want to be on the board please connect them to kelsey that would be amazing and kelsey is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off no i just really appreciate you reaching out and having me on your podcast today it's been fun and really am looking forward to having the book Face Everything and Rise come out. Um, it's positioned to come out before the Supreme Court goes to trial um, with Mississippi in uh, on December 1st. So hopefully it positions to help get the message out there that these women aren't just numbers, they have faces and they have families. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Well, if you're listening to this podcast and you loved what Kelsey had to say, you can relate to it or you know somebody who can relate to it. First and foremost, send this episode to them and connect them to Kelsey. Make sure they go to fromthegreendesk.com and buy copies of the book and spread the message. Also, make sure to donate to From the Green Desk. Recommend board members to Kelsey. Let's get her dream going because that's what we're here to do. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, thank you for listening. Finally, shoot us a five-star review on iTunes. Send this episode to somebody you know who needs the message. And we're out. 
Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.